Hey, thank you for being here. My name is Darren Jansen, and this is the Breathe 911 podcast. I want to say thank you for being here. Every week, I get on here and I share what I'm learning about physical, mental, and emotional health for first responders. Now, I've created a free guided breathing exercise. It's a down-regulating breathing session, and it's free for you. All you have to do is head on over to breathe-911.com free, and there'll be a link there for you to download it. There's also a link in the description. Just click it, and it'll take you right to the page. If you enjoyed this episode, or if you got value from it, I would be grateful if you would head over to wherever you listen to it, whether it's Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and leave a comment, rating, or review. That helps us grow the channel and helps us reach new people. And now, with all that being said, enjoy the episode. All right, y'all. Today, I got the chance to talk to Colin Cottrell. Colin is an amazing human. Uh, I met Colin online randomly, and then we ended up running Mid-State Mile together like two weeks later. We got to know each other a bit, and uh, friendship has just kind of grown from there. Colin is an amazing individual. He is a ultra runner who has recently lost uh, over 100 pounds. He is a bow hunter. He is an entrepreneur, a husband, and a father, and uh, just a really great individual. And I selfishly get to do this and glean tons of wisdom from uh from these ninjas in their field. So uh, thank you to Colin for making the time to show up and give value and just share a story. The other thing is, uh, sponsor of the show is Get Salty Britches. Salty Britches is a skin barrier ointment good for chafing on those long or short runs or uh, whatever you got going on. So uh, if you head on over to GetSaltyBritches.com, there's a promo code Jansen20, J-A-N-Z-E-N or Z-E-N for your Americans. 20 and that will give you 20% off your entire purchase. Uh, the last housekeeping item is uh, it is Friday and in Friday, September the 8th. And in one week, I'm running a 100 mile race, the Georgia Jewel. I don't know, just thought I'd keep you updated. I will be using Salty Bridges on that race. Anyways, thank you all for showing up. Uh, thank you for being here and enjoy the show. All right. Well, welcome everybody to uh, back to the show. Today we have Colin Cottrell. Colin. I'm going to let him tell his story, but I met Colin uh, through, I, I I first saw you on Jeremy Miller's podcast and then, you know, I go down rabbit holes, right? And then doing, re- and then we ran a race, the Mid-State Mile together. We were actually side by side in the, in the tents. And then uh, I you just were? found, yeah. And then I'm, and then I'm doing my, my creeping before the show and a good friend of mine, Matt Boudreaux, you linked up with him when we were on his, uh, I think you did the young Apogee young men with him. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was like, I was like, this is perfect. Cause I get to listen to two of like two of the people that I love chat. <laughs> and I get to learn a little bit more about you and your story. You have an awesome story, man. And, uh, and I think we can learn a lot from like your weight loss journey into ultra into that. Like, so breathe 911 serves a community of first responders that it's like breath, yeah. exposure and my in the mindset piece and, and the stories that we tell ourselves to ourselves about ourselves right that's kind of the mindset set piece that i like to explore but yeah. the mindset bit of like there's two things right like an ultra marathon because colin's an ultra marathon runner if you didn't know you know you know and uh, anyway <laughs> <laughs> right but like there's the ultra mar- marathon like something physically hard that has like a hard stop you're like okay it's 100 miles it's, it's 24 hours it's like there's the piece to be able to push through that and then there's the like your weight loss transformation journey of like having to stick with something 
for days and weeks and months and yeah. years. And so, so there's like those two are like very different, but intertwined. And I love to like, I, I love to share you like your Cole's, you know, you got lots of podcasts, your Cole's notes version of, of your story and then dig into some of the mindset stuff. Cause that's where I'm really excited to get into. Well, I, I think you, you know me just a little bit enough to know I'm a pretty wide open book, man. I'm going to talk pretty much about anything. I'm going to go anywhere you want to go with this. I'm pretty wide open. So I, I like to share the raw and the real, the authentic. And that's kind of just the way I've, I've, you know, I wasn't always that way. And I think because of that, I've learned that, man, when you can be real with your story, with where you've been, with where you're going, you know, it's really going to open up a lot of doors and opportunity to make a big, bigger impact. Because here's the thing, man, like I've been that guy in the past who's had success in business, success in, you know, community, success in whatever relationships, those kinds of things. But there was something missing. There was always something missing. And, and, and I know a big factor, a big part of that was the fact that I was trying to do it all about me. It was all about me and what I could do for myself instead of giving back and trying to make an impact on others and giving value to help other people along on their journey. Our, my journey, my example is just one story, it's just one opportunity to share a testimony or share, you know, a little bit about what I've been doing to hopefully help others. There's so many other great stories out there. So many other great people out there that are doing way beyond what I could even do. So it's, it's just humbling. And I'm very grateful just to even have the opportunity to jump on a podcast like this with you, Darren, um, with a lot of the others that I get to have, you know, an opportunity with. So I just want to say, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity too. You know, well, you know, while we're here, we're going to talk about some really cool stuff. I know that. So I just appreciate that. No problem, man. Happy to have you. <laughs> but hey, I did want to I did want to jump back. It's kind of cool, man. It's a small world. It really is like you, the the more you, the older you get, the, the more you get into this this life, man. I'm in my mid 30s now. You really realize like it's such a small world. Like I think you reached out to me randomly, like after you heard me on Jeremy's podcast and we, I, you know, and I, I get honestly, I get reached out by a lot of people here, a lot, especially recently, kind of with my story getting out there more. So you just never know who's reaching out to you, what their, what their motive is, where they're going. I try to stay pretty positive and just try to be helpful with people. But it was really cool, man. You're just like, man, I love your story. You were just so uplifting, so positive. And then you're like, man, I'd love to, you know, if you need anything, like, let me know. I'm, you know, I, I, you're traveling. If you're over this way, you should stop in and say hello. And like, I was just like blown away by that, that kindness, that, that generosity that you had. And then I think I was randomly like, well, I'm coming to the area to do the mid-state mile. And you're like, what? Me too. That's This is where I live. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> so it was so crazy. And then we ended up being uh, side by side. And dude, obviously you, you've done that race, set, what, four, three, four, five times now. And so you kind of know your way around that that ultra, that race. And it was kind of fun just like to be there with you. Because I'm in my head, I'm like sitting there like looking around, like I've got all these vets around me. You got Tyler, we got you, you know, we got all these guys around me, Eric Kinley, you know, you guys were just getting after it. And I'm like, man, I don't know what's going on here, but these guys like are dipping their arms in water. They're getting, you know, these guys are doing all this crazy stuff. Obviously you guys knew what you were doing. Cause that's the reason why you guys all ran like 60, 70, 80, hundred some miles in this super intense race. But it was cool just to be surrounded by that and, and just even have the opportunity to be around that. So man, kudos to you for, for being such an awesome person and, and, and just giving me this opportunity again. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What'd you think of that race? That was, it. it's a cool community. <laughs> yeah. First off, you know, obviously, like you said, the community side of it in itself is just super awesome. Like it's like a family. It truly is. John and Becca, the, the atmosphere that they create with that, with that event is 
is wonderful, man. And that just speaks volumes of, you know, just the ultra running community in itself too. And that's one thing I found, obviously I've just become an ultra runner over the last year. I went from, you know, 5k to my first so cool. hundred days. So I had no clue what this running community was about. I had no clue what, you know, what people are about. I knew that, you know, I had an idea like that these have got to be pretty high caliber, high level people if they're doing this kind of intense stuff, you know, putting themselves out there in this way, but you just never know. Right. So it was really cool to like just to jump in and see the community side of it. And then from there, obviously you see why, you know, this community is so awesome. I mean, this race is, this trail race is super intense. I mean, 340 foot of elevation gain over one mile, you know, like they say, it's just a mile, but <laughs> it's not just a mile, man. It's, it's super intense in so many lessons. I learned so many lessons being out there, man. And, and just, just knowing that I was going to learn some of those lessons, you know, lap by lap, you know, mile by mile, just being surrounded by greatness really around you. I, I don't care who you are. If you sign up for that race, you're, you've got some kind of greatness inside of you, even just to, you know, sign your name on the dotted line. So it was awesome. Like overall, I loved the atmosphere. I loved the race. Um, I learned a ton, obviously about myself and, and, and how I need to prepare better for, for a race like that. And that was my first last man standing event as well. So just not having an idea of what those are like, man, it's, a lot of growth, man. A lot of growth. Well, and you also came off of like a hunt in Hawaii off of a different time. Like, like, like I, I, when I, like, I know the race and having you come in and, and knowing what was coming and knowing what you were coming from, I was like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to speak anything that's like, Hey, like, this is going to be, I know what you're expecting and maybe, but I was like, for you to show up and to, and to put forth that effort under jet lag conditions with, I'm like, I was like, I was thoroughly impressed. I was like, yeah. this guy is on That was, that was, so that was bad timing. We, so that it's kind of crazy. So we went to kind of the background on, on what Darren's saying there is, you know, we, uh, we went out to Hawaii for a, like a, a family, or it was actually me and my wife. It was our first time ever getting to go out since we've had kids, like on our own like trip. It was basically our honeymoon, <laughs> we called it. So we went out for a week. And, you know, spent some time on Oahu together, you know, spent, you know, doing, doing uh, husband, wife stuff. It was a lot of fun. We basically hiked and ate food. That's what we did the whole time. I mean, we're, we're not those kind of people who do like the touristy, like stuff like right. that. We were hang out in the city. Like we literally, we hiked like 25 miles, like 5,000 foot of elevation gain in like four days. You know what I mean? Like just get after it and like having so much fun, eating a ton of food and, you know, for me, I had been training, obviously, for mid-state before then. So I was kind of like, well, this will kind of be like a start to my taper. I'll, I'll, I'll hit that week. And then on my hunt, we're not going to like be like hiking super hard or anything like that. But so it'll kind of be my taper leading into mid-state. Well, just the travel and the time and being away that long and stuff like that definitely wears down on your body. And then you're not in your own element. So you're not eating all the right things you want to eat. You're kind of getting a little lackadaisical, you know, you're enjoying things a little bit too much. So that next week, obviously I did a, 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 a bow hunt there on, um, there in Hawaii as well. And uh, so the, yeah, man, so coming back, I basically flew back into Nashville a day before the race kind of, chilled out, relaxed and, and got ready for the race. So the timing on that was really bad. We weren't supposed to be there for the two weeks before we were supposed to, that hunt was supposed to be the week before my vacation part. And then we were supposed to do the vacation part and then come back home a week before, but the hunt part kind of got messed up like the timing on it. So that was bad planning by me. And I definitely, like you said, I learned my lesson. <laughs> right. But I mean, that's life, right? Like 
you're a you're a hunter like that's what you love so like i'm it's, sure to, i'm sure to go back you'd be like well i got to go hunting with my like i wouldn't give that up yeah. to like to place to run an extra 10 miles no. like that's not worth it either right like no, it's exactly. and that's what i love about that ultra running it's like one that race the mid-state mile is like if you have a family if you want to get into ultra running it's a it's a heck of a race Perfect. but yeah your family can come and enjoy it like a lot of these ultras it's like okay like i'll see you in 10 hours it's like that's not super fun for your family <laughs> just like, for your wife like my wife, my wife, kid, she's like all right like i know you've been training a ton i've been away and now for this day i'll watch the kids again while you go and run it's like so for mid-state it's a, it's a lot but there's a there's a payoff where the kids can actually see grown-ups doing really hard things there's yes. something about seeing people like reach their limit and it's it's really really impactful that's a great race for that Dude, you're, you're spot on with that, man. And that's actually thinking ahead already to next year, as long as we can align it right with, because I'm going back to Hawaii to hunt again. <laughs> that's kind of the plan. Um, Are you planning I, on running mid-state again? Are you going to go back? No, that's that's the thing. It's like, I, I really want to run mid-state again, and I want to bring my whole family this time, like you're saying, because I, I do think it is one of those things where the kids can actually really get involved and like see what's going on. And then my wife, you know, she could kind of be my crew and help me out and stuff like that too. Like, that's what I loved about like actually just being next to you and a few of the other guys there, man. Like your wife was just helping out kids, helping out everybody helping out. And it was cool because like, it was the day you know, what father's day it fell on yeah. Father's day the next day too. So that was really like, like fun. You know what I mean? And I just remember like the joy I could see in you, like having, like, I know you're in pain, obviously we're doing a super intense race, man. We're, we're really, you, you were really far into it. And uh, man, every time you came around and just big smile on your face. And I know that having your family, having people that you love around you during that time, it's like, it brings that out in us. You know what I mean? It brings that other side of us where, yeah, we might be deeply suffering and not really enjoying this experience to the full extent, but man, we got so much to be grateful for. We have so much, so much good stuff around us in that moment too. So I agree, man. I definitely plan on coming back and I want to have my family definitely involved. So oh, I love that. I love that. Well, if I, I'm undecided. So if I don't run, I'll be, I will, I'm there either way, but I'll be there to crew. Right. If, I'm, if I'm not running, I'll be there to crew, man. Heck yeah. um, can you dive into your, um, I mean, you told the story hundreds of times, I'm sure, but the, <laughs> the trans, the transformation that you've gone through both physically and mentally, spiritually, emotionally, what, what that's looked like and, and how, that's yeah. brought you to, to be doing, you know, lots of more hunting, I assume, and these races and, and all that stuff. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll try to keep it somewhat short and sweet to the point. It's, it's definitely, it's been a long adventure for sure. And there's, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of rabbit trails we can go down as well. So you feel free to cut me off and we can go down a certain path if you'd like to, but yeah, man, for me, it was, you know, 2020 was pretty, pretty crazy year for a lot of us. And uh, it was for us as well. And, and my wife and I, you know, we, we, uh, we, it was kind of a make or break moment for us. We'd actually been going through some marriage counseling right before 2020 happened. So we were wor really working hard on our marriage, going through some different things with that on a, on a personal level. And then 2020 hit and, you know, it just kind of like all of a sudden the gyms, the gyms shut down, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm this kind of guy who was trying to work on himself and trying to get better in that moment. I've been kind of down the self-improvement path. Um, you, you know, in so many different areas, mentally, physically, you know, emotionally, even spiritually. And I knew I wasn't being the leader I needed to be. So marriage counseling was part of that. Um, and then my wife was pregnant as well during 2020. So, you know, we, we were ramping up for that kind of getting ready. Our, our son was due to be born on Christmas day. 
didn't end up getting, he wasn't born until uh, 2021 on the 5th of January. So he, he ended up being a little bit delayed, but, you know, just kind of leading up to that, like that year was crazy. Like a lot of, I'm a marketing guy by trade. So I was doing a lot of marketing at that point. A lot of my marketing clients were pulling their budgets because of all the, everything that was going on. They didn't know what was happening. Um, There's just a lot of adversity, a lot of things happening. And uh, that led to me like getting really complacent in my life in other areas. Honestly, my marriage was kind of starting to grow and improve, but the other areas of my life were, were lacking. So, you know, I was, I was drinking, I was drinking bourbon whiskey, you know, every night, like my wife was pregnant. So I'm like, she's like, honey, can you get some ice cream? So I'm going to get ice cream and cookies. And, you know, we're just enjoying ourselves. We're not working out. I mean, my wife's pregnant, so we're not working out. We're not going to the gym. We're pretty much staying home like everybody else for the most part. Um, you know, taking care of our, our, our two girls, you know, as they were, you know, like four or five, I believe at that point. And it's just, a, it was a crazy year, man. And we kind of got to the end of that year. We ended up moving from central Texas to South Texas, the San Antonio area where my wife is from. And uh, we, we sold our house and, you know, we did well with that, which was really cool. It was kind of a really cool transition that kind of God brought us through. But through that, it was like, I was going through a transition in myself. I was like, man, like I'm not showing up the way I need to show up. You know, I'm, I'm feeling very depressed. I'm feeling down in the dumps. My business is not growing yet. My relationship might be improving some, but I know I'm not you know, showing up the way I need to show up as a, as a father, um, as the best husband I can be. And I'm not being an example, like leading from the front. And I just remember, uh, I think it was actually Christmas morning. Um, I woke up and I looked in the mirror after taking a shower, literally just butt naked, <laughs> like just to be honest. And I just remember looking in the mirror thinking, holy crap, like I have really let myself go. Like, I don't look good. I don't feel good, man. I'm not where I need to be. This is not who I am. This is not where, this is not what God wants for me as well. It was kind of like a, a wake up moment, man. It was almost like as a man of faith, like I believe in the Holy spirit and I believe the Holy spirit was with me in that moment. Just like a come to Jesus moment where I woke up and basically I heard, heard this audible voice, like say like, Hey, this is on you, man. Like you need to level up. You need to grow up. You need to take ownership for the choices you're making in your life. This isn't on anybody else, but yourself. And I just remember thinking, holy crap, like, that's right. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's the truth right there. Like the hard truth. It's not easy to hear, but I'm looking in the mirror. I'm hearing this at the same time. And I knew what I needed to do moving forward. So for me, it was, you know, it, the start of this was a physical path. You know, a lot of it was just, uh, you know, I, I knew I had to go down this path of getting back in shape, getting my habits back on track, you know, uh, starting to get more consistent in my life. Uh, not, you know, in, in all areas, but it started really physically for me. And kind of a little background on me, Darren, is I, I was a college athlete. Like I played college football at a division three level. You know, I wasn't some kind of slouch or slack. You know, I wasn't a guy who, you know, I know I had these God-given ability, this God-given ability and talents and and, and things inside of me. Um, I just really got complacent. And I believe that's the truth for a lot of people. I think God has given us all talents and, and opportunity. Um, you know, we just have to put that effort in. We have to put that consistency and we got to put that work in. We got to get out of the comfort zone. And for me, that's kind of what my, that next, you know, the last three years has been for me, really. It's just getting out of that comfort zone and uh, starting to do hard things, starting to do those things in my head that like, that sucks. I don't want to do that, but you know what? I'm just going to do it anyway, because that's where the growth is going to come from. So man, from there, I can kind of dive into, I can kind of dive into the physical journey a little bit if you'd like. 
just, I mean, just briefly to give people an idea of, because you talk about this transformation, like what was the transformation? <laughs> yeah. So, so I went, yeah, I went down that journey, man, and, and started getting consistent, you know, eating right, working out, you know, it really started slow. And that's one thing I want to always mention to people. Like it was a snowball effect. I started with going for walks every day, you know, getting a one hour workout a day to eating right to letting that snowball forward. I didn't, it wasn't like I tried to stack all these things on top of each other at one time. You know, I let that, those little bits and pieces kind of come together. And uh, basically over uh, a year period, I ended up losing 80 pounds. Um, so I went from roughly about 290 down to about 220, two, I was like 200 actually, I think, or 210, 220, somewhere around in that range. It was about 80 pounds, 75, 80 pounds I lost. Um, quite the transformation just in itself doing that, of course. Um, and then that next year I kind of ramped it up. I was like, all right, I don't want to get lazy in this. Like I've made this really cool transformation. It's inspiring people. It's I'm feeling better. I'm leading better. I'm being the man I need to be now. How can I take this to that next level? And so that's where I really started thinking about other things like, you know, challenging things like maybe getting into ultra running or, you know, just things like that. Um, you're not necessarily ultra running at that point. I actually was getting into jujitsu and was one of the things I was starting to get into more. Um, but I knew that ultimately I wanted to level up also, not just as a, a, a dad and, uh, you know, a husband, but like one of my biggest passions in life is a, being, uh, being a bow hunter. And I love bow hunting, especially in the mountains. I used to live out in Montana. I used to spend a little bit of time in the mountains when I lived out there and I love it. There's just so much peace, so much energy, uh, just so much about bow hunting in the mountains, chasing after animals in the mountains, you know, just that, you know, that pristine place that we get to be to clear our head and just, you know, chase those animals that God has given us, you know, and it's, it's a wonderful thing, man. I love it. And so started wanting to challenge myself further, especially as somebody who's kind of an athlete, you know, right. and, 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 and when you start to feel better and you start to, you know, have more energy, like something inside us as athletes kind of clicks in like, all right, I'm ready to compete again a little bit. I'm ready to let that, that testosterone, you know, get going here a little bit. So yeah, man, that was kind of, that was kind of what that next year was. I, and my goal became, so I actually did like a 5k in the middle of that summer. That was 2022. I did a 5k, like just randomly trained for a 5k. We were going back home to Minnesota where I'm from and they were having like the local 5k. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not a runner. I don't know anything about running. I actually hate running to be honest with you. Cause for me, it was always like punishment training for football season. Right. Like we have to run. We have to, you know, we have to get prepared or whatever. So that was part of the deal. And I always kind of hated that part of it, honestly, and didn't like try to do my best in the running, running side. I kind of was always like the last guy or the slowest guy. And, and it's, it's kind of funny to think back to that now, but you know, I always thought in my head, like, I'm not a runner. That's not who I am. Well, I did that 5k and there was quite a few runners and I ended up placing second uh, in my, you know, the 30 to 40 um, year old age, age class, you know? And I was like, not that that's a big deal. because This is a small town, like 500 people, like, it's, it's super small town. It's not like a big deal, but I was kind of like, man, that's kind of cool. Like I, I just ran like a seven minute mile for three miles. Like that's kind of cool, you know? <laughs> and, and I've never done anything like that before, let alone, I've never ran over three miles in my life before that point. You know, I was doing all these small training runs and stuff. And it's like, man, that's, that's cool. Like maybe I can do more of this, or maybe I should do more of this, especially because it's challenging and I don't like it necessarily. And that maybe is that push I need. So I kind of got to talking to a few friends and uh, one of my inspirations, honestly, is a, is a guy named Dwight Shue. He's kind of a backcountry bow hunter. 
um, slash ultra runner slash ultra endurance athlete. He's actually passed on now. And, uh, but he was a mentor of mine. He was somebody I followed. I read him, read his articles in all the hunting magazines. He was a man of faith as well. He was one of those guys who just really like stood above others and not in a way like, Hey, look at me, but he led by example. Okay. And I always thought like, it just gives me shivers actually thinking about it. Cause this guy is an amazing person. I only met him, I think twice at a trade at trade shows, but just when you read somebody's articles and their writings and things like you just feel like, you know, somebody on a really good level. And Dwight was one of those guys. And he was a really big inspiration because of all the different things he was doing and hunting as part of it. But he was also a family guy. He was also a man of faith. So also a man of character. Right. And those were things that were really important. He talked about those things a lot. So I kind of started thinking about that. And there was a few other guys. I don't know if you know who Cameron Haynes is, but Cam was, He's kind of a pretty well-known endurance athlete who's a bow hunter as well. He's kind of got pretty popular and famous. He actually was, he's one of my former clients in, in my marketing, in my marketing agency. So I had helped Cam in the past and known him even before Cam, before Cam became famous. I knew who Cam was, I mean, 16, 17 years ago. So I'd always kind of watch, watch what he was doing too. And same type of thing, like using this endurance, you know, working out, lifting, shooting, you know, not just for, uh, you know, for life, you know, for life as a bow hunter, for life as a family guy, for raising your kids, those kinds of things. So that was a big inspiration for me. I started kind of talking to people and again, being like an athlete and somebody who wants to push hard, I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if like I did a hundred miles and a couple of my close friends were like, dude, you're crazy. Like that's, that's a long ways off. And I'm like, okay, you think so, huh? And, I, and, and that's, just, uh, that's the fuel you need too, right? It's like, okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> doubt me. <laughs> that little bit of doubt, you know, especially for me is like, all right, well, part of it's like, I'm going to prove you wrong, but I'm also going to prove myself right in a sense. And uh, so I, I looked ahead and, and I had a, another close friend who uh, is a coach. He's a, he's a fitness slash running coach. And I was like, Hey, Ryan, I was like, excuse me. Um, what do you think about me trying to train for a hundred miles? Like over the next five months, you think I could do that? Like, is that possible? He's like, man, I know you. He's like, if you put your head down and do what you've been doing for the last year, year and a half, two years, like you're going to have no problem. Like you're going to, you're going to crush it. You're going to do awesome. And that was like, that's what I needed. I needed a guy to tell me like, Hey, you're going to crush this. You're going to do well. Like give me that push, you know, in that way. And you know, he, he was real with me. He's like, man, you got to do the work though. You got to follow the plan. So I was like, Hey, all right, you're my coach and let's go. And uh, he, he's ran Moab. He's ran uh, many 100 mile races. He he's uh, actually his challenge the last couple of years has been getting into Boston marathon. So he's been doing a lot of marathons and so he's a pretty high level guy. His coach, his lineage is Michael McKnight. I don't know if you know who Michael oh, McKnight yeah. is, but Michael the, is his the coach. low carb. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The, the low carb guy. Yep. And uh, Mike's a beast as well. And so kind of just knowing that, that, you know, Ryan had Mike as his coach and kind of the lineage there and, and all the, you know, the high caliberness of what those guys are doing. I was like, I'm going to trust this guy. I'm going to follow the plan. I'm going to stick to it. And I'm going to get after it, you know? So <laughs> starting in, it was like August 1st, I started training or September 1st, something like that. And the race, the Rocky Raccoon 100 was going to be in February of 2023. Yeah. This year, earlier this year. So I was like, well, I've got five months to do this. I got five months of training. And, and one of the things I told Ryan, as I said, my goal is to get down to 190 pounds and then run hundred mile, this hundred mile race. So that would put me at officially hundred pounds lost That's roughly cool. 
And around 100 miles, I was like, that'd be kind of cool. Like, that's a kind of a cool thing that you can kind of put down and say that you've done, you know, lost 100 pounds, ran 100 miles. He's like, all right, here we go. Lose 100, run 100. That's the hashtag. <laughs> you know? and so so it was cool. like, it, it was cool, man. Like, and I trained my butt off. I worked my worked my tail off, literally followed step for step what he what he wrote me out, what he had me do, lifting hard, you know, training hard, mobility, you know, all the different stuff, man, just get my nutrition dialed in. And it took me to this whole other level. And it was amazing. Like, I never realized like, everything that goes into ultra running. And at that point, you know, I'm learning about shoes, I'm learning about nutrition, I'm learning about, you know, road running versus trail running, I had no clue about all these different things and all these little intricacies. And you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of same with bow hunting, like, if you're not a bow hunter, you don't understand all the different areas, gun hunting, bow hunting, you know, all the stuff. So, you know, just kind of being a lifelong learner, I went down this trail of just learning and picking things up and reaching out to others and watching YouTube videos and just trying to learn and know everything I could leading up to this and obviously being consistent and putting in work as well. That was the most important factor of that. So yeah, man, that's that's kind of what I did. I ended up going out to that Rocky Raccoon um, in Texas and uh, I ended up actually getting the flu the day before that race. <laughs> which is pretty nuts. And I ran the first 50 miles of that thing, like basically on no food, no, nothing to drink because, because I like couldn't keep anything down because I was puking and pooping and it was, it was horrible. But the second half of that race, man, it was amazing. Like I'd never felt better. Like after obviously feeling like crap for 50 miles, you're going to feel better if you get any kind of nutrition in you. So I ended up, you know, doing really well the second half of that after almost quitting a hundred times, I think in the first half of that race. And I finished uh, in 27 hours, man, it was 27 hours and 30 some minutes. And, and uh, it was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. I never have realized I could push myself to those limits and do something like that, but it opened up a whole new world for me. And and we can kind of go down that trail as well. So that's amazing. <laughs> two, th- two things that stuck out to me. One is, isn't, isn't it incredible how like we can treat, cause I'm guilty of this as well. We can treat our bodies poorly for like a decade or half a day or two years. And like, we can really beat our bodies up and not give them what, and then like your body responds, like it's not overnight, but you think about how you went from like 290 yep. to, to 220 to like all of a sudden, like within that short amount of time, it's like you're running a hundred miles and like feeling good at yes. the end of it. It's like, that's like, to me, it's like when people are, maybe just a little bit out of shape or, or a lot out of shape or they're not doing the right things. It's like you start giving your body the right fuel and just moving. And it's like, it doesn't take long. Ooh, not at all. Dude. Spot. Like in the screen, in the grand scheme of your life, it takes, it requires patience, yeah. but yeah. And then the second piece that was super cool that I want you to touch on more is because this is what happened to me with mid state. I hired just, you know, Justin Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. So awesome. I hired, I hired Justin as a coach and uh, I was unsure. Like I ran, I ran mid-state 2021 mm-hmm. and I went and I ran uh, nine, just over nine hours. I ran 30 miles, nine hours yep. and I was done. Like I was completely, but I didn't, but looking back, I'm like, was I done? We always think that in last man's days. So it's like, were you really done? But hiring a coach and having Justin being like, it was the same thing. It was like, oh yeah, you got seven. Cause I, I had signed up uh a lot of immigration stuff so i wasn't sure if i was going to be at the race and then we were moving i wasn't training at all i didn't train for like seven weeks like really at all 
And then there was seven weeks out or five weeks. No, it was five weeks out. And I said to Justin, I'm like, can I win this? He's like, yes, you can win. I'm like, okay, done. And same thing. I followed. <laughs> it's like having someone who knows who's been there is super important to have yes. a game plan that you're confident in. But then having someone who believes in you was like, I was like, oh, mm. if like, if I, if you believe that I can do it, then I think I can do it. Right. Like mm. my belief in me wasn't enough. Cause you have all this yeah. self doubt that creeps in, Correct. but like speak to having a coach and like how, cause I'm sure like you've had all these mentors in bow hunting and then running and then nutrition and working out. Like, like, I think we undervalue the spent, like we should all spend money on our bodies and good food and, and looking after yeah. ourselves. But I think, Hmm. I think it's undervalued. If you have a specific goal that you're trying to achieve, hiring a coach. Oh, hundred percent, man. And that's honestly one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the last three years, for sure, for sure. You know, and and luckily I have, like you said, like I've had a lot of great mentors around me. Not necessarily that were paid mentors, but just luckily having good men and good people around me that spoke into my life at different times. Um, which, which was, has been huge. And now I look back and I really realize, like, I didn't even realize in the moment, like those were my mentors. Those were people speaking into my life. Those were people trying to take from the place of my father or whatever, you know what I mean? Like filling those gaps for me. Um, and then now the last few years, like I hired a fitness coach to help me with my fitness and, you know, to help me get dialed in with my nutrition, to help me get dialed in with my workouts, those kinds of things, you know, hit the right points that I need to hit. And I spent really good money on that. Like, thousands and thousands of dollars and and it was obviously it was worth it right because look where i'm at today i feel amazing and and now i'm coaching and i'm helping others do the same and building a business on the same the same idea the same thing but i get to help people too um when you invest in yourself i mean you can't go wrong i mean unless you hire the wrong person obviously that can happen um but you, you definitely want to vet the people you're gonna you know you're gonna surround yourself with and make sure that they've done what you want to do or have went above and beyond what you want to do for sure. But when you bring those right people in your life and then you invest in yourself in that way, you know, that, that it's money, man. Like it's, it's just money. You can make more of that. It, it's, you know, in yourself, like there's just nothing better than that. So, you know, and then from there, obviously I had a fitness coach, you know, who's really helped me with that stuff. But then I went and got a, a running coach, you know, in Ryan and that way he spoke to me the way he, you know, like you said, he spoke it into me, like, I didn't know if I could do this. I needed a guy like him to come into my life and really speak it into me and really solidify and say, Hey, I know you enough. I know where you're at. I know the path you're on. Like, you're going to do this. You're going to, you're going to get after it. You're going to crush it. Like just do the work, do what you've been doing. And it's going to be great. And having somebody in your corner in that way is honestly, it's priceless. You know what I mean? It really is like, it's amazing. The, the performance accomplishments you can have in your life through that. Now, that hasn't just affected me physically, you know, in that race and in, in just in a performance way where it's like, Oh, look at me. I ran a hundred miles. Like who cares? Like, honestly, that's not why I do this. I do this because I'm investing in myself to become a better man, become a better husband, become a better leader, become a better dad, become a better, you know, Christian, become a better, whatever friend, brother, whatever, you know, that's, that's the ticket. That's the key. When you start having that mindset, you start thinking about things in that way, man, it's, it's, it's unlimited what you can do in this life and how you can help people. And, and, and that comes back around to help us right Darren. You know, that like that just comes back to fill our heart with gratitude and fill our heart with fulfillment. And that's the best thing in life right there. I, I you could, 
<laughs> beautifully said beautifully said yeah no i i was i'm soaking that in man taking i'm taking some notes here too um last thing i'd like you to touch on last thing so i want to um i want to respect your time super generous of you to be on I'm, I'm so great i'm so grateful that we connected man i'm so happy um oh we're gonna we're gonna connect a lot more man we're, oh, I, we're gonna get together at some point here and really spend some time together I already know that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to those I'm, days. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a Canadian who like, there's lots of hunting up there, but th what what's happening in our life right now, I'm like, I have this desire to start hunting yeah. and we're like, we're in a great spot in Tennessee. That's like, they're like the deer season is like, it, there's lots, like you could be quite success, like, I don't know, successful, like up in Canada, like, you might go as you might go the year without getting anything like mm -hmm. you need to, like it's hard to get tags for certain things like I don't know a lot about it but I know people are in lotteries for tags and I know in Tennessee like three deer a day is the limit yeah yeah like it's, it's, it's a big it's yeah, insane it's awesome. right I'm like okay I can I can but I know nothing about it but I'm it's the same thing I'm like oh I just start it's like the connections start getting made I'm like I cannot wait to yeah. actually I I want to go hunting I don't want to learn on my own because I, it's the same thing with like, with anything. If you go with someone who knows what you're doing, it just becomes an enjoyable experience where you're not like guessing. It's like, I don't yeah. know how to, I don't know how to get this thing. Like, and you just butcher it and you feel bad about all the, and you're like, I don't know what I did. A hundred percent. Yeah. I'm watching all these YouTube videos on like, got, I mean, you would go through my YouTube feed and be like, this is pretty gruesome and graphic like what's wrong with what's wrong with this guy <laughs> but, but you're, I, you're right though man like we do live in this time in this place where it's like having those kind of skills surrounding ourselves with those people who understand those skills and, and and have those already and then bringing those people into our life whether it's like i said paying for a guide or a mentor or a coach or whatever that's important like yeah that's how you learn skills but then you fast track that whole that learning curve and you can learn it quicker you could be out in the woods this season, man, and you're having your first season and, and have an opportunity to, to, to put down your first animal, you know, and then obviously bring that animal home, provide, you know, fresh, organic freaking meat for your family. Right. There's nothing better than that, man. I, I can tell you that right now. I've been doing that for my whole life. Like I literally grew up doing that, you know, with my dad and my family. So it's amazing. That's, that's why I like, that's why I do this. I mean, there's so many benefits to the hunting outdoor lifestyle. And running is like really in line with that. It's just an example of life, of the growth of life, the the fulfillment of life and work hard, do your best, be an asset. And, you know, a lot of good things are going to happen around you. So kudos to you though, man. That's, that's yeah, awesome. Man. Journey. Well, I'm excited to talk more about that. Yeah. Well, the other hunting piece is like, I came to the conclusion that, I mean, my story is like, I was a vegetarian for a while. I was a vegan for a while. And as, and as soon as the, uh, I mean, I'm a conspiracy theorist. So as soon as the mainstream media was like, we should all not eat meat and here's some fake stuff i was like yeah. i'm not eating any more vegetables ever i'm like i'm carnivore now right? like i'm the extreme but i'm like like but, that <laughs> but going to the grocery store and getting chicken and all these things i'm like because i watch joel salatin yeah i'm a joel, joel salatin guy yeah. yeah and and he's got a bunch of good videos on like harvesting chickens and it's like okay mm -hmm. if i'm gonna eat only meat which is kind of my diet i'm like i don't want i don't like killing things i'm a pretty peaceful guy and i'm like but I need to be okay. And it's not that you have to be aggressive to kill an animal, but no. it's, it's these, it's these, it's these perceptions that you have. And it's like, okay, if I am okay to eat it and buy it in the grocery store, I need to be okay to harvest it. And I want to actually learn to have that connection with my food to be like, this went somewhere where I totally wasn't expecting, but it's amazing. Yeah. It's like, I want to be okay to like, 
kill the thing that I'm eating. If I want to eat the meat, I want to be okay to kill it, know how to skin it. Like I want to do the whole process because it doesn't just show up on your plate without, and how they farm it. We all know that it's, yeah, there are better ways to obtain your, your and protein sources. So um, I would no, love to, to like, I just want to say kudos to you for that because that, that lifestyle is wonderful. And here's the thing, man, like that connection that you have, like you're taking responsibility for that. I mean, millions of people every day, they go into a grocery store and they do the same thing. They go buy meat, right? They might not be vegan or whatever. They just, they're a meat eater that just goes to the store yeah. and buys their meat. They don't even think twice about where did that come from? Who killed that? How was it killed? How did, what kind of life did it live? Those kinds of things. And now as a hunter outdoorsman, like you're going to learn that process. Like it lived its life out in the wild. It ate this it ate that it did this it did that. This is how I, this is how I kill it humanely quickly. You know, this is how I got it out. This is how I you know, take the meat and save it and store it, use it for my family. Like that connection you have with that animal is, is one of, uh, of, you know, it's just one of the best connections. It's really a spiritual connection, honestly, to the land. And I love that. I think that's so important. If we had more people that understood that, like, I think so many people's lives would be that much, that much better. And also they would have to be working hard to be thinking about how can I prepare myself to like go out in the woods and like, kill an animal or or even like raising it like think about it raising it like you're talking about joel like he's he is an awesome inspiration to me as well because we we've homesteaded we've raised our own meat chickens we've raised you know all pigs and things like that as well in the past and you know just understanding how to raise an animal take care of it you know put it out on grass you know feed it the right way feed it good food not processed crap you know and how that's going to interact with your body and your nutrition like there's so much awesome learning involved Uh and I'm, I'm pumped for you, man. Like this is oh, so man. <laughs> super cool. That's, I mean, that's like being an ultra runner. When you hear someone's going to run an ultra, you're like, that's amazing. And being a hunter, when, when someone's like, I'm thinking about like starting to bow hunt, you're probably like, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, dude, come on, up, come on on the team. I'd love to, just to, just to round this out. I love to, one of the notes that I wanted, one of the things I wanted you to talk about was through your, your journey, your transformation journey, um, Lots of people are great at starting. And then when it gets hard, it's like, you know, there's this saying like, you miss a day, never miss two days. Like if you miss a workout, never miss two workouts. If you miss a meal, never miss. If you have a cheat meal, like always. So being consistent for as long as you've been consistent. I know I struggle with the same things when I'm trying to build in a new habit or a new thing. And it's like, if I miss a day and then I miss two, and all sounds like, oh, forget it. And and there are certain things like that are coming at us now with Instagram and social media is like, you know, the perfect morning routine. It's like by, you know, do th- through 30 things by four o'clock in the morning. It's like, that's not sustainable uh-huh. or help or helpful. But I would love, cause I know there would have been seasons in that journey where it's like, this isn't happening fast enough. I just feel like giving up. I would assume that those, those thoughts yeah. crept in. I'd love to hear how you dealt with, with that. Was it like, what, what was your why or, you know, whatever, whatever yeah. motivated you through that or whatever kept you going. Cause I know lots of people, that's where they, that's where they struggle is starting is not the hard part. Cause everyone can go buy everything they need for the next week, but it's like, how do you get past week one into week? How do you turn week 10 into week 20? Right. That sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, man. And I do, and I do got to mention too, before I really jump into this, like it's still a struggle at times. Like you still have that to make honesty. Con- you have to make a conscious decision every single day to live the lifestyle that you want to live to to make the things that a priority that obviously that I've been trying to make a priority for the last two three years right so it's it's not easy today but 
it has become a lifestyle now. It's something I think about intentionally every single day. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. It's it's not an easy thing. You know that that <laughs> that hit of uh, you know that hit of energy you get from uh, you know starting up is like, yeah, it's it's pump, you're pumped up. You're going on social media. I'm starting a workout routine today. I'm gonna lose fifty pounds. Like, you know what I mean? It's so funny, man. Like, we all have done that. I've done that. You know, we all have done that. And all of a sudden six weeks down the road, I'm already off the, I'm off the wagon, man. I've already fell off and it's like, dang it, you know? And, uh, you know, cause it's hard. It's not an easy journey. It takes a lot of consistent, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy to really stay, especially like in a physical transformation. Like there's so much involved with that. And it's not just about you. Like now you add your family into it, your kids, you know, your life, your job, whatever else, like it's not an easy journey for sure. And that's why for me, like personally, like I hired a coach to help hold me accountable, hold me on that path. Thank God I had that person there to help me. And that's why I've become so passionate now too, at being a, you know, kind of a physical fitness and performance coach myself. Like I can hold my clients into that accountability. Like anybody can write a workout routine. Anybody can follow the right things nutrition wise, but it's really staying in that consistent path over a long period of time is what makes that change. So, um, you know, it's, it's not an easy thing, man. You, you really have to wake up every day and say, you know what, I wasn't perfect yesterday, but today I'm going to do better. I'm going to get up for 10 minutes right now. And I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to start getting my movement in. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get back to my tracking. I'm going to start tracking my meals, you know, better today. And I'm going to stay on board. And then as you do that more and more over time, like it gets easier and easier, like anything, like it becomes a habit in your life where, now you can start to stack up those habits and start to add more to your plate and do more in your daily routine. Okay. Now, like you were kind of touching on, like, does everybody have to have this perfect routine where you do 40 things before four, before seven o'clock in the morning? No, no, it's, that's, that's totally a lie. And honestly, I would not, I would not, I would not say to do that. Now, having a couple of things in your routine in the morning to get you going, to get some quick wins, like to, to hold yourself accountable to hundred percent, man, read some scripture, like do some daily gratitude, maybe get a, a stretch in, make your bed, brush your teeth, whatever those things are for you, find what they are, find what works out with your lifestyle and make it a real lifestyle, make it something that you can sustain over time. And that even while you're traveling, while you're on the road, while you're with family, with friends, wherever you're at, you can sustain that and do that in its own way, wherever you're at. I I love all that. And I love what you said, like, Instead of, I, I like everyone hear this, instead of white knuckling it, like realize that when you're starting out, it's going to be difficult and, yeah. and maybe pay, like paying some money to show that you're serious and hiring someone that knows what they're doing and hiring someone to just be on the journey with you and keep you accountable. Like say like for the next six months to start, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a plan and a schedule and it's going to be. Yeah. And I'm going to foot foot the bill and hire someone who's walked the path before to get me to get me past that. So these habits and routines are like yeah. they're more ingrained. I love I, I was a expecting something a little I was expecting something a little bit different. And I do love the hey, like take some of the guesswork and some of the stress out of it and just hire like hire it out. Like we do that in business. It's like I'm not good at this. I'm not capable until I am or if I don't want to take this on, hire it out. Yeah. And and and, and put put your money where your mouth is. Well, and, and, and here's the thing, There's, there is a psychological part to that, man, there was for me, like, I knew when I paid, you know, a large amount of money that I had been saving for other things, like, and if I had to look my wife in the eyes and say, 
man, I did not follow through on my commitment. I just blew this money. I wasted it. Like she's going to kill me. <laughs> she's going to, she's going to, you know, she's gonna, <laughs> not going to be happy. Let's just put it that way. And so there is a psychological side to this, you know, where that money holds you accountable in a way, because that is something that's valuable in our life. It's something we have to use as a tool to, to help us survive and live and, and use it for our, it's a resource that we have to use. Right. So like there is a psychological side, but also, you know, it's, it's, it's not just about paying money. It's, you know, like, like you said, it's bringing the right people around you to kind of help fast track that. And here's the thing, like, if you're one of those people who can do it yourself, kudos to you. Like I'm a pretty mentally and emotionally stable person for the most part. I can, I can hold myself accountable usually, but I found that in my physical journey, I couldn't in that area. I couldn't. So I had to find something to fill that gap. I identified it. I was honest with myself. I was real with myself and said, you know what? I probably need to bring somebody in to help me with this part of my life. And I think that carries over into other areas of our life. I mean, we look at the the, the mental health things that are happening today in today's world. And I'm a huge proponent. Like I have a therapist that I work with on a daily basis. I have a great Christian counselor that I, I talk to on a weekly basis about things that I need to talk about with. And I need to get out in the open and I need to um, have somebody's wise counsel around me. So whether it's, you know, coaching on a physical level, mental level, emotional level, spiritual level, we all need to bring and make that investment and bring those right people around us. The people you surround yourself with, Darren, are the, that's the person you become. And if you have people that are one step ahead of you or a couple steps ahead of you, that can be intimidating, but you have to understand like, that's what, that's what, those are the people bringing you up. Those are the people pulling you up that mountain to help you level up and get to that place you want super wise. And, and what I heard, and what I heard you say there was like, you checked your ego at the door too, right? Like not easy. <laughs> it's not, it's not, not especially for a type, like striving <laughs> men and women who want to like get after it. It's like, it's not easy to say like, I know, I know I'll, I will most likely fail myself and the people around me in this area. So I need to say, I need help in whatever area that is. That's uh that's a great, that's a great way to end it, man. That's, I love that. Um, Thank you so much. Can you just take a minute here and let everyone know where they can find you online, on Instagram, social media, and what you're up to? You mentioned coaching. So I'd love you to, because um, anyone listening who wants a coach down a down the, the path that you've walked, you were most equipped to help the person we once were. And those are the coaches we should look for. So man, let everyone know what you're up to, where they, where they can find you and and yeah, what you're doing on the uh, on the business side of things. And thanks again, man, for the opportunity. I just, I love these conversations. You you asked some great questions. I felt like this was just an awesome conversation that we could go back and forth as, as, as two men who want to level up and grow and become our best version and lead the people around us. And I think that's what's most important. It's not about us. It's about helping right. others. Um, and, and so, yeah, man, you can, you can find out about me. Um, honestly, Instagram is a really easy place to follow me. I, that's kind of where I do most of my content right now at Colin underscore Cottrell is my handle. But yeah, so through my transformation, I really found that I had a passion for for coaching people and on a physical and a performance level. So, you know, I've got some clients that I'm working with on a physical level and some that even in performance, like helping them build better habits in their life, helping them even reach some of their own performance goals in life, whether it's running, training, uh, you know, doing some races, whatever, some of those kinds of things. And we have a kind of a combination. I'll do a little bit of both for those things. But yeah, that's here's one thing I'm going to say, man, I, I, I only, I only work with a small amount of people on that right now. And there's a reason for that. Like 
I want to work with the right kind of person, the person who's at that point in their life where they're really ready to level up. They're really ready to make that investment in themselves and, um, you know, make a change, make it a lifestyle for them. So, you know, I'm not the cheapest guy on the block. I'm not the guy who's, you know, like just putting out hundred dollar workout programs. Like this is a, this is a pretty extensive, hopefully life-changing, uh, you know, coaching program that, and I'm seeing a lot of awesome change in, in, in my clients right now. So I love that. But beyond that, man, we kind of talked about hunting a little bit. I, I do what's called high caliber hunting camps. It's highcaliberhunts.com is my website. And basically what it is, it's these immersive hunting camps for men right now. It's for men just because that's who I can relate with. And we basically we getting a, in a hunting camp setting for two, three days. You know, if you're a new hunter, I help you, I le- help you learn how to help you level up and learn how to hunt get you in that hunting camp atmosphere, but it's also surrounding yourself with the right people where we have some of those deeper conversations about life. And so we learn hunting, we get to spend time hunting, but we also get to get shoulder to shoulder as men to have those deeper conversations and help each of us, you know, surround ourselves with the right people to help us level up in life. It's kind of a, it's a cool little fellowship. It's also for me, it's kind of like my ministry. You know, it's a place where I can talk about my life, talk about my testimony and help others on a personal way we, a lot of times we open up, I'll share a little bit about my struggles and the things I'm going through in that moment. Next thing you know, we're sitting around the campfire and we've got five, six guys all opening up about things that they've never even talked about. So it's, it's really cool. It's a really cool opportunity to get out, you know, around other men, but, and learn the hunting aspect of things, but how that actually works with life as well. And one thing that I did want to mention that I am working on right now is I'm actually one of the biggest things I'm passionate about, again, with my immersive event, like high caliber hunts is getting men together, um, you know, in community and, and holding each other accountable. So a few of my friends and I, we are actually launching, uh, in 2024, we're launching a mastermind. I don't know if you know what mastermind is, but basically it's kind of this community experience where we come together, we help you have the resources, we help you with the accountability, help you kind of give you a framework to help you level up and build better habits in your life. Um, you know, in your family, in your faith, in your fitness, your finances, um, and the people you surround yourself with. So that's that's kind of what the mastermind. It's going to be called Apex Husbands, and so it's it's for for guys who are husbands, obviously trying to lead their families, but also for guys who want to get around other husbands and want to start to level up to hopefully become that best version of themselves and the best husband they can be in the future. So that's something that's kind of out ahead a little bit. We're working on right now. We're going to launch next year, but. A lot of really cool things coming down the pipe, man. And just, it's all about helping others and making that, that deeper impact. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. I love that. I love it. Thank, Colin, thank you. I love your, I love your heart for people. I love your passion for community. I love your, you know, your story as a, your fitness you. journey, your story as a husband and a father and, and just the power of relationships and all like what that means to you uh, comes through. So I thank you for showing up in the world. Thank you for showing up here. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate thank it. Thank you, you for so the much, opportunity, brother. man. I, I'm stoked about your journey as well. And definitely look forward to connecting a ton more in the near future, Darren. Thank you so much. Amazing. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah.